Listen, there's a great work to be done. As soon as you win this court battle, you must deliver this message. Take advantage of this opportunity and declare a powerful message to this world. He expects more of us. He believes we can do more. Who's going to stop Christ? Who's going to stop Christ from getting this work done? This is Behind the Work. Welcome to Behind the Work. I'm Grant Turgeon. We're broadcasting to you live today from the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus here in Edmond, Oklahoma. This is the first episode of 2021. It's hard to believe that we're already into a new year. I haven't made the mistake of writing down the date with the wrong year yet. It's probably a record going four days in and still not having made that mistake. I guess I'm really happy that 2020 is over in some ways and and I'm happy to write down 2021. Well, the weekend was very interesting here at the headquarters of the Philadelphia Church of God. Uh, I wasn't even here for most of it because of a backpacking trip, but there was a singles event. So this was an event I couldn't have been involved in even if I had been here. This is an event we'll be talking about uh, for the whole show today. And in fact, if you listen to the end, we have a couple of guests here with us to discuss the 2020 singles winter weekend. But I just wanted to give a little bit of the big picture, uh, some of God's view of the singles before we invited our guests on the show today. Uh, It really is inspiring to think about God's view of the singles and how singles can contribute to God's work. This is not like any other singles event out there. Uh, We will talk about that more in the second half of the show today. But just the fact that plenty of singles came here, 180 or so, to Edmond, and many of them weren't even necessarily looking to get married or remarried. Doesn't that make it stand out from every other singles event you could imagine? Why is that? Why is it that it's not necessarily all about getting married when it's a singles event in the PCG? There was a great article from PCG.Church over the summer, actually written by the coordinator of this year's Singles Winter Weekend, Joshua Michels. This article is titled Proverbs 31 Singles. We'll put this in the show notes when this becomes a podcast later today. But he said here, for many, being married remains a mere dream for far longer than they would like. The years of single life can feel long and burdensome. Yearning for the abundant married life can sometimes seem unbearable. Now, I will just say, this this article actually did make me tear up. I can't think of too many articles or anything I've read where I've reacted that way. But just think about this attitude and how truly unique it is uh, to be single and yet still have uh, this kind of a hope-filled mindset. Mr. Michels continued, like so many single men, I often envision a future with a wonderful wife at my side. She is a loving homemaker, decorates the house beautifully, serves, gives, makes me laugh, cheers me up, and inspires me forward. I think of the many projects we would do together. Buying a house, transforming it into a home, building a service-oriented relationship, and living the giveaway of life for the benefit of those around us. 
None of these projects I thought I could or would want to do as a single man. But the urgency of time and the counsel I received pushed me, despite my own will, into undertaking many of them. But with every need I had, every project I wanted to accomplish but felt inadequate to tackle alone, I found myself receiving unexpected and unsought help. So he's talking here about singles here in the Edmund congregation who are helping him do some of the things that he expected to be doing with the help of his wife. And, and that's just really incredible. As he mentions, it's not like we should all expect to be served in this way, but just the fact that the singles were helping him like this really did humble and move him. He, said, he says here, the house I bought is slowly transforming into a home. This is He's talking about the, the delicate feminine touch being added to his home by the local female singles. Plants are filling the windowsills. The variety of color is increasing. Kitchen supplies are multiplying. Meals are cooked. A garden is growing. A rose bush is flourishing. Clothes are sewed. Bread is baked. People are hosted. And events are organized. In addition, I find great encouragement, inspiration, joy, and happiness on my dates. So I think you can understand from that description there by Joshua Michels, the director of this year's Singles Winter Weekend event, how utterly unique this singles environment is and this plan that God's church has for the singles is. And how God's plan for the singles, too, and how they can be involved in the work. Back in 2013, I was privileged to attend the Singles Winter Weekend event because I wasn't married yet. And at that event, they handed out a gift to all the singles. This was a working draft for a booklet that later became uh, Single-Minded for God. And that booklet was uh, later totally completed and handed out again, I believe in 2015. But this is basically a compilation of articles from God's church over many decades. And it, it really is a gift to these singles. It's not even available for the general public to read at the trumpet.com like the other literature is. This is a booklet made entirely for singles in God's church. That's a really great blessing. But here are a few different excerpts that I just wanted to draw a little bit of attention to in the first part of this show. Uh, this is from a segment of the booklet titled Support the Work. You see that is what we're talking about today, so it really fits in with this show nicely. Uh, here it's talking about how singles in general have a little bit more time and money on their hands than the average, average married person. And it says, knowing this, some energetic and dedicated singles zealously volunteer for tasks that free the hands of the married leaders in the congregation. Newsstand outlets need monitoring. Teen activities need chaperones. Set up and clean up crews for church socials and services are always appreciated. Corrals can always use talented singers. Sports events are snappier with competent referees, coaches, and officials. Even bulletin boards need tending, and sound systems sometimes require a lot of lugging and hauling. 
Some singles plunge in zealously to help. And he's, he's talking about here, Acts 10, verse 34, how God is no respecter of persons, how every person within the church does have an important role, and God does value all of us. First uh, Corinthians 7, the Apostle Paul, who at one time or another in his life uh, was single and spent a qu- quite a lot of time being single, he actually called being single a gift. Now, again, that's not always a gift that everyone wants. This this booklet points that out, and yet it's a good thing. All of God's gifts are good. You can see that in Matthew chapter 7. This booklet also points out that some of the greatest singles or the greatest men of all time were single. So Jesus Christ, John the Baptist, the Apostle Paul, like I mentioned, who may have been married at another time, and, and probably did have children, but at least while he was an apostle in God's church, it looks like he was single too. So there's really no limit here. There are so many things that anyone can do, even, even particularly singles as we're talking about today. Uh, there is no limit to what can be done just because of that Uh, What some people might say is a bad gift. It's not a bad gift. God doesn't call it a bad gift at all to be single. Uh, Here, here a couple pages later in the single, single minded for God uh, booklet. It's talking about launching a spiritual offensive. And I really, I really was uplifted by this part of the booklet. It's so helpful even now, uh, all these years later to go back through this again. Uh, He's, he said, this, this part of the booklet says, do members ignore you for invitation to their houses? Invite them to your place, Romans 12, verse 17. And then it says here, our families turning inward, weighted down by daily cares, offer to babysit for free, urge them to get out for a movie or a concert, serve, help, build up without ulterior motives, Romans 12, verse 10. And then it says, are some Christians negative, aloof, reserved? Overpower them with kindness. Heal with hospitality. Shower them with thoughtfulness. Be balanced, but let your light shine. Matthew 5, verse 16. And then a little farther down, it says, rather than selfishly bemoaning your fate, you should actively take the offensive. Don't be overcome by rebuffs or lack of appreciation. This is the love Jesus had, the love that conquers the world. As a single Christian, you, you have some unique opportunities that others do not have to be a goodwill ambassador, an ambassador of peace, Romans 12, verse 18. So, so many practical things in this booklet, so many ways that singles in God's church can make a gigantic contribution to the church, which really is a spiritual family and every member of the family is important. So like I said, we do want to talk to our two guests today. We have a couple of attendees of this past singles winter weekend, 2020. It obviously also moved into 2021 as well. Went from uh, Thursday evening through Sunday night. And here joining me today are a couple of singles from field congregations. We have Mr. Ryan Woodland, originally from Idaho, now lives in Washington State, just across uh, that border. 
So thanks a lot, Mr. Woodland, for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you, Mr. Turgeon. And then we also have Mr. Paul Rids from Illinois. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Mr. Turgeon. Thanks for having me. All right, thanks. Uh, we, like I said, we did have 180 singles or so at the event this year. Maybe both of you could just help out the listeners by explaining all of the many activities that went on during these few days. Sure. Um, it was really, we got right into things, and, and uh, it was so nice to uh, get right into line dancing. It was a really fun group activity. I could tell the the Mr. Shane Granger had a full classroom and and we all just packed in there and learned the dances so that we could use our skills come the uh, dinner dance and then we did we did some charades as well as sushi making which is something I've never done before a nice young lady showed us how to do it with Korean beef and it was just wonderful wow what 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 do you think Mr. Ritz well i the one thing I, I, I notice is that uh, you really have to step out and participate because if you don't, you're not going to achieve anything from it. Right. And so you also had things like rock climbing, maybe uh, a, there, I think there was ice hockey too, non, non-crushing hits, thankfully. Yes. Uh, you also <laughs> had uh, some, some topics, sessions, right? And then, of course, the big dance last night so it was really a weekend packed with activities and on top of all that you also had uh the progressive dinner on what was that thursday night i believe yes sir so so the progressive dinner uh singles are in different groups and they go to uh, a variety of homes here in the edmund area uh a group will go to one home of who knows whether it's a staff member or a local family or a minister's home and they will have the appetizer and then they will have some time to drive to the next home whichever home that might be and have the main course and then after that you have the dessert course so it ends up taking up the whole evening and a lot of effort is put into that event of course so what did you, what did you think about uh your progressive dinner experience I thought it was wonderful. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts of the of the singles, singles winter weekend because um, you get to, like you said, just you, usually you'll meet folks that host that you never met before. Um, yeah, that happened with, with two. And it was just really fun to have a conversation with them. There was enough time to get some really good conversation in and talk about the news and and the acti- activities and get some really solid fellowship in and uh the dance last night so a dance where the vast majority of people there are singles there were also a few ministers and their wives as well i believe but the fact that the vast majority are singles i i remember the one i got to go to uh back when i was a single and it was probably the most enjoyable dance i can ever remember because People are trying to make the most of the opportunity to talk, to dance with each other. Uh, being, being single gives that added motivation to actually try to make the most of the experience. So you have this whole sense of urgency and excitement throughout the entire four-plus hours that you're all there. So that, that, those types of dances must really stand out to you as well. Well, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I was able to dance it uh, with all the age groups 
I didn't just stick with my age group. I, I, I danced with them all, and, and uh, I just had fun. I mean, uh, you know, enjoy each other while you're there. Yeah, and it's a, it's a family environment. And like you just mentioned, there are all kinds of age groups, uh, some who obviously really want to get married and are trying to pursue that in, in the best way, in the, in the most efficient way possible. But then you have others, like I said earlier, who maybe aren't interested in it, maybe are older and have been married before, but are still coming to the event because it is uh, an inclusive family environment. I don't always like to use the word inclusive because it's been corrupted today uh, by a lot of people, but this is literally an inclusive event. It doesn't matter what your age is as long as you're a single attending with the Philadelphia Church of God, you can come in and be a part of this family and be inspired as you go back home. That's right. And it was really great to rekindle friendships that, you, that you've made maybe several years ago that, you know, now you can, we can, you know, really buckle down on our goals and move forward with trying new aspects of dating. Um, you know, I'm going to start definitely going to strive to write some letters and utilize the telephone to get more active. Like all the men, uh, Mr. Hilliker gave us a great topic session where he just encouraged us to keep trying and don't really try to focus on who you're going to marry. Just, just live the giveaway of life. And what a wonderful blessing that is. And then who knows what could come of it. Yeah. Just by serving everybody and loving everyone and giving as much as you can. Uh, and, and then if you just put in that effort in dating, who knows where it might lead. So it is really an uplifting event to have that motivation and to have ministers like that encouraging you. Uh, what was the topics event like? That was yesterday morning, right? Which, which topic were you in? I was in the, um, I believe it was 20 to 40, right, right around that area. Okay. And... Yeah, it was interesting. It, it surprised me what Mr. Hilliker got into about journal, journaling and writing and how, how that's a, a wonderful way of communicate. It can work on your, help you with your communication skills. So that was the first, yeah, I thought it was really neat. So that's what ours was generally about. And I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, well, Mr. Hope was our, uh, our topics leader and, uh, we got into uh, what we were going to do uh, as an occupation, what we would, would like to do as an occupation. And some people came up with, you know, he said he was a teacher, and what would you like to teach? Uh, one person came up with, you know, I'd like to teach physics and the aspect of uh, the physical as, a, as with the spiritual, and uh, that was an interesting topic. I I thought uh, that uh, being a good uh, a great teacher, you know, you have to know your subject, you have to live it, and then you have to be enthusiastic about it. Because how can you teach somebody if you're not really excited about it? 
and say, hey, you got to do this. This is great, you know, something like that. And that's that sounds like uh, Mr. Daryl Hope. He's a minister here. He probably would have been the perfect person to be talking about teaching because that's, he that's what he's done for a really long time. And he's still an outstanding teacher here at the college. And then, of course, uh, Mr. Woodland, you said you had Mr. Joel Hilliker presiding over your topic session. And he's basically the minister who years ago took it upon himself to make sure that the whole singles culture was built up and that a lot more time was spent to uh, just give you these types of singles events and give you encouragement throughout the rest of the year too. So it must, it must be uh, humbling in a lot of ways to know that a lot of ministers are so invested in helping your group within the church. That's right. Yeah. And he, he also took us, man, we had another meeting with him and he just gave us a lot of encouragement and some good instruction and, and you know, uh, that we can follow and that we need to follow to, to stick to our goals. And I like how he it's like almost he's like a, a, one of our generals <laughs> you know, right. the way he prods us on. Right. And, and that article I was talking about earlier, Proverbs 31 singles. Mr. Hilliker is quoted in here saying, if you want a Proverbs 31 wife, you have to become a Proverbs 31 husband. And that doesn't just, you know, miraculously transform overnight once you get married. It's something that, you know, we all have to try to develop as much as we can before marriage. So that's what the whole focus of a weekend like this is, to be as capable as we can be, serving as much as we can in God's work as singles, and then Perhaps if the door opens, uh, we'd be ready for marriage when it comes. And then perhaps then our potential to serve would only increase at that point. So it is really exciting to have that whole vision and that motivating focus. And of course, here at this weekend, you've also had a Bible study on Friday night just for the singles. The, The rest of the congregation wasn't there. And then you also had a message geared toward you. Uh, for Sabbath services too. So what were some of the highlights that you enjoyed from those two messages? Um, I like the fact that he, that he hit on the, uh, the virtuous man and woman and the fact that men, le- men need to be loved and learn how to love others, uh, women. And we all have virtuous qualities and it was just so uplifting and encouraging. And he hit on a lot of the Proverbs and that was it, one of the things that I really liked about about it. It just it gave me that hope to, to not give up. You know, there's going to be awkward moments when, when you're dating and you just have to to battle through those. And, yeah, it's just a very inspiring messages. So was, are you talking about the one from Mr. Hilliker on Friday night or was that from the, Mr. Ryan Malone on, on the Sabbath the next day? Let's see. I think the the one on the Ryan Malone gave the uh, that's yeah. Bible study. Okay, and that's correct. Mr. Right. Hilliker gave the sermon. Oh, okay, I had it backwards. Yeah, see, I wasn't here. So it was. I guess I was <laughs> speaking of uh, the one Mr. Hilliker gave. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Great. Mr. Malone, his his title was uh, that was it was very interesting. Oh, uh, um, it's. I, I forgot how it's pronounced, but it's spelled C H A I L. Yeah, it was very oh. inter- interesting word. Hail, shale, okay. or hull, something. And like it's that. a virtuous, strong strength, um, just a out of this world characteristic that's used numerous times in the Bible. 
And and you were saying before the show started that probably that was the theme of the whole weekend: strength in adversity. A really relevant, uh, I guess, theme for the times. I mean, this has been not the most pleasant year that we just went through in the world uh, with with a lot of the lockdowns and a lot of the enforced miserable social isolation so to have an event like this and to really try to build up and strengthen each other and hopefully the people here in Edmond were able to strengthen you in some ways the ministers who took the time and then you can go back home even if there's not a whole lot of singles around you where you live you can you can still be strong in that adversity again well it wasn't only the uh the encouragement it was you know the examples that they gave and one thing i know from being in the military is you have to learn to follow before you become a leader you have to learn to take orders and just do it you know you just you know, I hear and I obey. So that's what uh, was going on. And you look at the things that need to be done, and then you just do them, you know, and just trust in God, and uh, he'll give you the strength and whatever you need. Yeah, and what an outstanding value that can be in the Philadelphia Church of God and all of our congregations around the world when we have singles who are fired up and are ready, and you do have that added flexibility of not, dragging a family with you wherever you're going so you you're able to uh, serve even a lot more in that way so i really thank uh, both of you for coming on mr woodland mr rids it's been a, a real treat well we really appreciate your uh, asking us on thank you very much mr turgeon and i just wanted to conclude really quickly with a short quote from that article from earlier proverbs 31 singles by joshua michels he said the abundant single life is one of giving without expecting anything in return. But the blessings of God's way of life for singles can make one wonder how life can get any better than it already is. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 1130 a.m. Central Time 